Good morning. Isn't it a lot nicer morning than last Sunday? It's so nice to have the beautiful weather, for, especially for our children's musicals this morning at 9 o'clock service. Uh, some of you, I think, were there and have come on over today for 11 o'clock service. And I just want to say thank you again to Jessica and Cindy and uh, Katie and everyone who had a hand in that. And um, it was just really, really, really spectacular performance this morning. A couple of announcements I need to give you, first of all, is that this coming Friday's Relay for Life. Don't forget that. It begins at 7 at uh, Greer um, High School. Is that right? Greer High School? I got it right. Luminary donations are needed by Tuesday. If you have any questions, call Harriet or Marsha Lee. Also, you can register online for Vacation Bible School. And I think I have this right. If I don't have it right, say Katie. 2013.coxberryvbs.com Memorial United Methodist Church. And you can register online for Vacation Bible School. And if you didn't get that, ask Katie, okay? Um, we had our vision and first vision session Saturday. We had a great first beginning. We'll have a follow-up session in a couple of months. Uh, each person who was there and was part of a small group is to start that conversation in the small group. And then um, in a couple months, we'll have a follow-up meeting. And if you weren't able to attend the first one, you're certainly invited to attend the second one. Copies of this recent survey done by the church are will be available in the office Monday. And if you'd like to have a copy of that, you can. Uh, Cindy, uh, if you want to come on up, and Cindy Davis is our education chair. If you'll come up for an important announcement, and Cora Connett, if you'll just come up after her, or just come on up here, and she has an announcement. And I think that's all that I have, so. For those of you who don't know me, I am Cindy Davis, and I am chair of the Education Council here at Memorial. And um, we are having a severe lack of volunteers for our Sunday school classes. So the council and I have decided to combine some of the kids' classes over the summer, starting the first Sunday in June, the preschoolers ages one through four will all be in the three and four year old classroom and the elementary kids kindergarten through fifth grade will all be together in the fourth and fifth grade classroom. If you have ever thought about volunteering to teach Sunday school or even if you haven't, now is the time. Um, we make it really easy for you. We have a curriculum that is already laid out. You don't have to come up with anything yourselves. We invite you to attend a class over the summer if you are interested and want to see how it works. You can just visit and watch. And we're also gonna set up a curriculum station over in the FLC, so if you wanna just flip through the books and see what they look like, you're welcome to do that as well. Our biggest need is in the junior high classroom. Um, we will need teachers for them starting the first Sunday in June. So if you would um, prayerfully consider serving the children this way and let me or Katie Jeter know if you feel led to do this and we would very much appreciate it. Thank you. Good morning. 
My name is Corey Kinnett, and I am one of the adults that helps Andy Watson with the youth program. Um, we have a fundraiser at Lorinda's Restaurant in Greer on Tuesday night. Lorinda's, Lorinda is gracious enough to open for us. She's normally closed on Tuesdays, but she is opening for us and providing the food for this dinner. Um, she is giving us all the profit. Every ticket we sell, the money goes directly back into the youth fund to help with our mission trip to Cincinnati in June. Um, tickets are $10 for adults and $5 for children 10 and under. Um, for that cost, you get meat, the meat, three vegetables, bread, drink, and dessert. Um, so it's a great, great cost for the amount of food you get. Normally, if you would go on Sunday, you would pay at least $7 for just the meat and two vegetables. So we hope you guys will come out. I'm, I'll be back there after the service selling tickets, and we will also sell tickets at the door. And on Tuesday, the time is from 5.30 to 7.30. Thank you.
with you. Let us pray together. Lord, we come here today because we can, because you have created this amazing world, because you have given us days and nights to live by. You have given us minds to make decisions and understand with, and hearts to fill with, and because we are lucky enough to have the freedom to use these gifts. Amen. Let us affirm our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Amen. 
You may be seated and we have some children who'd like to come up for our children's time. We might have a few more than, than this this morning, but I knew that 9 o'clock would take the majority of our children. Um, can y'all tell me what today, what is special about today? It's Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day. Okay. Um, what do moms do for us that make them heroes to us? What can your mom do? What can your mom do? to help take care of you. Give me some examples of things your mom does for you. In life. Helps him in life. What does your mom do for you? <laughs> <sighs> My card this morning said uh, something about God chose me to be the special mom, so don't mess it up. That was from my oldest. <laughs> All right, well, I wanted you to talk about ways that, that moms help us every day, and even when moms have to be tough with their love, they're still being our heroes. But we have other heroes in our lives too, right? Not just our moms. Can you think of another hero that's in, in your life that cares about you? My dad. Uh, grandparents. Grandparents. God. Okay, we've said dad, grandparents, God. I thought about teachers and neighbors, friends. Those are all heroes in your life too, right? That somehow, some way, um, anytime in your life, they can show you that they love you and that they are going to look out for you, right? Okay. All right, I read this morning that um, mothers love fiercely, and do you know what that word means? You don't know what fiercely means? Do you know, Andrew? It's kind of like strongly, okay? So they love with all their hearts and um, show that through their strength for you. Um, they are protective for you, and they watch out for you, Okay. Yeah, they made a lot. Didn't they? Why do you always make those faces? It's 
those pens? <laughs> All right, so what letters on there? H. Okay, there's a letter H on the tag. We made these tags. I made these tags H for hero because mothers can be our hero, just like anyone who cares uh, for us and shows us that love. So um, I thought maybe these could go on a keychain or something else. That's why they're so tiny in the thread. But um, H is for hero. So you can take one or more than one. There's plenty here to show someone in your life that um, they are your hero and they care for you all the time. Okay? All right, will you pray with me? Dear God, thank you for placing the heroes we have in our lives. They show us fierce love as an example of you. Amen. of uh, moms get us through life. Isn't that true? Like no matter how old we are. Our first scripture lesson is Psalm 47 on pages 885 and 886. Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to joy with cries of joy. How awesome is the Lord most high, the great king over all the earth. He subdued nations under us, people under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loved, Selah. God has, as has ascended amid shouts of joy, the Lord amid the sounding of trumpets. Sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our king, sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing to him a psalm of praise. God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. The nobles of the nations assemble as the people of the God of Abraham. For the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
Let us bow our heads in prayer. O oh God, in your mercy, hear the prayers of these thy people. O oh God, you are all-powerful and awesome, and you do reign over the earth, and all nations are subject to your word. There is no people who can stand in equal to your majesty. And we come this day, O oh God, to praise you, to exalt you, and to humbly come before you with our petitions and our prayers. We must confess that we have heard the promises that we will never be left alone, and yet so often we act as if we believe that we must depend only upon ourselves. Time and again we seek to follow our own ways and fail to hear your sustaining word. We look inward instead of outward to how we can reach more people for you. We know that on this day in which we celebrate Ascension Sunday, that you have ascended to sit in the heavenly places to be head of the church. And so when we're in disagreement, we dishonor you. Where we have been contributors to separation and dissension, we pray, O oh Lord, your forgiveness. In your abundant mercy, forgive our transgressions and restore us to praise you. By the gift of your Holy Spirit, open us afresh to the words of Scripture that we might be strengthened in our faith, that we may be given a mind to spread the good news of Jesus' place and glory to all the world. O oh Lord, we pray this day that just as you seek to have your will be done on earth and in heaven, that also your will would be done uh, in all these things that cause your children to suffer. We pray for those this day who struggle with brokenness of mind or spirit or body, and we pray that you would give them peace and comfort and compassion, that they would know you and they would know that help comes from you and that they would know to accept your good and perfect will for them, their life. Let us as a people of God, as a church, let us not stand looking into heaven for Jesus' return because we know he will, but rather let us work for the fulfillment of his promises here on earth until he comes again to judge the living and the dead. Hear us, we pray, in the name of the one who taught us to pray, our Lord, saying these words, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let us continue our worship with our giving. Let our, let our ushers come forward to receive our offerings.
Please be seated. Today, as I mentioned, is the Sunday of Ascension, and what that means is that after this Sunday, the Christ candle will not be in here, and uh, we will turn to red, and because next Sunday is the gift of the Holy Spirit, which brings the revelation of God complete to us as Trinity. And uh, so uh, we then uh, go into what's called kingdom time or ordinary time as we wait uh, for the Lord to come back. And of course, uh, if he doesn't, we'll start over with Advent. Okay, So we repeat the, the Christian year based on the Lord's life. It's also Mother's Day. And I have a verse here that I think is the most important verse that we can be reminded of that came from our Creator, uh, Father and Mother God. And it is found in Gospel of John, chapter 13, verse 34. A new command I give you, Jesus said, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for waking us up and giving us the breath of life, calling us here by your spirit, allowing us to have uh, a day to worship you and uh, the weather cooperated for our children this morning. And we thank you, oh God, for your many blessings in our life. And we thank you for your word uh, that guides us and helps us through, through all things. And we thank you, O oh Lord, for those who have been mothers to us in our life and who have helped us to get to where we are uh, and to, who continue uh, uh, to pray for us, either here or in heaven. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. Uh, Mom, you know, um, mother, about... Um, Mother's Day, I, you know, I have a lot of mixed feelings and emotions about Mother's Day. It's probably all you do. Uh, you know, when we were children, we all wore uh, little rosebuds. Do you all remember doing that, any of you? We'd have a white one if your mother was dead or a red one if your mother was still alive. And so many traditions have changed in, in, the, in the days and, and so forth and so on. And as a minister who, who ministers in a different state from where his mother lives, I I never can ever attend a Mother's Day service, and my mother could never be in with me, especially at her age. Uh, also, and my wife this morning was talking about how she was a little bit depressed, and some of you may be depressed out there, and I hope, hope you're not, but maybe if something I say today will help you, because all of our children live, out, live too far to any of them come and be with us on Mother's Day. So, um, so, and then if your mother's passed away, or if your mother was maybe the worst mother ever okay you know you may you may come to mother's day with uh mixed feelings but the thing is we all had mothers we all had mothers whether they're the best mother the worst mother uh or whether you know them whether they're alive or dead we all had mothers every one of us the other thing i've come to learn and is my own mother that taught, taught me this uh, because when i followed my call into the ministry uh, I told her that I was going to miss seeing her on Mother's Day. That's what was going to be the hardest thing for me. And she said, don't worry, the Lord's going to put a whole bunch of other mothers in your life. 
And, I, you know, it took me a few years to understand that, but then I have understood that. There, every woman who's ever come into my life has been a mother to me in one way or another. Uh, whether they ever birthed the first child, they did, they did mothering things for me. And now when I look out at the congregation, you know, I see uh, some mothers, those of you who are, who are old enough to be my mother, and, and I see sisters and the rest of you, okay? I, I see uh, things that uh, help me to understand that I will always have that presence that a mother gives, that a mother gives. Um, but this morning I, I want to think about, I wanted to talk about it a little bit in the terms of God's original seatbelt because <laughs> I can remember, maybe you can, I'm giving my age here. You know, Friday I went up to see mom because I knew I couldn't see her today. And I'm going to tell you, she really looked old. First time I think in my life I thought, my mom's not going to live much longer. That's what I thought. But, my, but I've always honored my mother with some word about her in every sermon ever, I've ever had at Mother's Day. And one of the things that I thought about was how moms in general, and my mom in, in particular, uh, was like a seatbelt, okay? Uh, how many of you remember cars before seatbelts? Does anybody out there want to admit you're old as I am and remember cars without seatbelts? I know all the rest of you, especially your mothers, are going, what? They didn't have seatbelts? No, I'll tell you something else they didn't have. They didn't have car seats or booster seats. I mean, those things were, you know, what were those things? That was something that you only bought it as an option, not something required. I can so remember sitting on my mom's lap and my dad's lap as we drove in the car, okay? I can remember sitting in the front seat and my mother's arm instinctively, or my dad's going over here and being a seatbelt, okay, for me. I just didn't know it was called a seatbelt, all right? Things have really changed. Uh, they've really, really changed. Uh, not too long ago, I, uh, Grandpa, you know I'm a grandpa now. In fact, uh, I've got a sixth grandchild coming soon. Uh, and, but anyway, we were at our child, one of our children's houses, uh, the one that lives over on the other side of the state of South Carolina. And I volunteered to take our grandson, okay, to go get something. Well. Duh, Papa <laughs> was going to put him in his lap <laughs> and drive off with him. Yeah, my daughter about had a conniption fit. Okay, she's like, Daddy, you have to have a car seat. You have to have that. And then I went to all this stuff. I'm like, I know that. I know that. I know that. But you see, the thing is, is that we grew up in a different time, a different age. There wasn't as many, I guess, rules and regulations. Maybe we didn't understand that we were really being unsafe. But we still made it, didn't we? We made it this far. And we made it because of God's original seatbelt. God's original seatbelt was the restraining influence of our mothers, I do believe. You know, it's interesting that this day is so much more observed than Father's Day. I, I, if I'm going to ask you to do something, is... is, is Today, as you go home, how many science, church signs you see that says something about Mother's Day? And then in a month or so, I want you to tell me if you saw any that says anything about Father's Day. Because the truth is, this holiday way outranks Father's Day. Uh, the, uh, some statistics I run across said that 
there's like 50% more money spent on Mother's Day than Father's Day. That more long-distance calls are made on Mother's Day than Father's Day. Um, that more cards are sold. In fact, Mother's Day is the third uh, largest day for greeting cards uh, altogether. And so if, it's really interesting how we celebrate mothers uh, more than we do fathers, and that's okay because they are very important. In fact, I've often said that women are the superior of the two genders, and most of you women will agree. Some of you men will go, what is he talking? I don't understand that. But uh, anyway, mom's protective reach, okay? Mom's original seatbelt. And it took different forms, and it took different forms in your family as it did mine. And for some, mom was the, you know, the continuous presence. She was always there. I mean, you never really thought about it until later, and you look back. But mom was always there. She was there when you, you know, when you left the house and when you come back from the house. She was there at meals. She was there at encouraging you in a game. She was always there, okay? She was continuous presence. Now, some mothers were... Uh, uh, were role models, okay? They, those were moms who, who worked incredibly hard at their job or, or at their church or with their family, and, they, and they, they worked hard at whatever it was that was before them. And, and they offered, I think, a, a seatbelt of, of role model uh, to families. Other models, uh, other moms model uh, the seatbelt of stability, no matter what happens in your life, you know, if you moved around, if you changed homes or schools or, or whatever, whatever the challenge was, that mom gave you the seatbelt of stability. Other moms gave us the seatbelt of gentleness, uh, a spirit of love, a spirit of forgiveness, tenderness, always accessible, always welcoming, arms that wrapped around you to provide a space that you knew was secure and safe. The thing is, those traits are probably, some of those traits are probably in every mom. I know they were in my mom. But that doesn't mean my mom was perfect. I can remember many times when my mom would chase me around the house with a hickory stitch, switch. Anybody know what a hickory switch is? That's what they would use before belts, and then after belts, it's time out, right? Time out now, so, you know. I don't know, for some reason in my mind, I could not see my mama saying, go and sit and time out, okay? But whether your mom was a rock of Gibraltar type or, you know, or, or whether she was a bomb in Gilead type or whether she was the worst possible mother, she still helped create who you are and how you respond to the world. And I think it's important for us, even in this day and age of political correctness, that we do still honor and hold up and elevate those women, those godly women, who have been examples and role models and, and things of stability uh, for, for, for people, for children, for, for adults. Um, you know, every Mother's Day I try to remind and talk just a moment about some of my aunts. And I know y'all are saying, no, oh, I really don't want to hear about Joseph's aunts, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Got a captive audience. But I had some aunts, I had some aunts that never birthed the first child who were as good mamas to me as any mother could be. You know, being a mother is so much more than simply having a child. 
And, and that's something I wanted to celebrate and lift up to you today. As far as I'm concerned, every one of you women are mothers to somebody somewhere. You've been a role model. You've been part of somebody's life in a positive way. And you need to be honored. You need to be honored. I will have to say that it's important for us to think about the picture of Jesus in his mother's arms after he was taken off from the cross. Not, not a lot of us think about that. Michelangelo uh, did a beautiful sculpture of that moment, but that happened. So the thing is, is that even Jesus ended up, you see, in the arms of his mother. Uh, even his, his mother, even today, is important in the life of the church. And we talk and venerate and think about her. It's important in our scripture for us to see and hear these words that were really the words that meant so much to me and to you coming from our Lord. But they're words that could have been spoken to him, if you think about it, when he was being reared, when he was being raised. And, the, and, and Christ Jesus asked us to be open and accepting and our love, just as God has been accepting and open in his love to us. And it's important, I believe, that we understand that we can, that we can model that love. We can show forth that love. And that when we feel, feel wrong, that we can, instead of looking for revenge, we can still love. And the response is best done is to love back, uh, to humble ourselves and to love each other as Christ has loved us. It is the most important commandment. It, it is one of those words that the Lord left his disciples with uh, before he left us. And it's important for us to remember them, that, that the risen Christ fills us every day with his love. Christ's love is the original seatbelt on our spirit. The gentle binding on our heart and soul that lets us venture into dangerous territory, unknown challenges, and unfriendly circumstances. This comes from Christ's love. And it comes in the form of this seatbelt on our spirit. And so I'm, I'm here just simply to tell you that the greatest love we can ever express, as much as your mom or my mom or other moms meant, as much as my grandmother's meant to me and their care and love for me, as much as my aunts and all the women in my life who've come into my life through the years, the greatest love that we can express is not that mother's love. It's not a father's love. It's not romantic love. It's not humanitarian love. The greatest love which we can express ever is this, is this love called disciple love. And the most successful people, the most adored mothers or fathers, the most honored and revered uh, servants of God embody disciple love. And on this day and on any day, disciple love doesn't take a day off. It rejoices every day to have yet another chance to show itself.
to another person. And that's what we really celebrate today on this Ascension Sunday slash Mother's Day is we, is we celebrate this love that is seen and shines forth in the faces of Christ's disciples. And that's the best thing that a Christ disciple could do to encourage another person is simply to show forth that commandment to love that the Lord gave us. And so I offer these words to you to encourage you in that and to encourage all of you, both, both women and men, uh, to be thankful that God has been part of your life that God has sent you that love that you can model in the world today. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God, and may the fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit, may they be yours this day and each day. Amen. <laughs>